Everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning! Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Cox and Crandar in the Mornar. Hello. Hello to you, too. Hello there, Pilgrim. It is me, Carl Stud the Viking. <laughs> Hello there, fellow American. <laughs> it is me, your number one friend, Carl the Viking. I discovered America, friend. Our, apologi our apologizes. <laughs> our apologizes to anyone offended. <laughs> yeah, I can apologize while still offending them. Our apologizes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hello. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. Uh let's see. What what have I done lately? Uh-huh. I can't wait um, to hear this. Uh oh yeah, I saw the Warcraft movie. So did I. Whoa. I know. Yeah. What do you uh, think of the Warcraft movie? I went into it expecting it to be uh mediocre and I came out of it saying that was pretty mediocre. Like, here's here's my thing, is I read so many reviews that were like, it is the shittiest shit that ever was. Yeah. And I went in expecting it to be awful, and was like, I actually enjoyed that. Yeah. Right? Like, like I, 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 it was fine. It was a fine movie. I don't, it wasn't like, this is the greatest film I've ever seen. But <laughs> I was like, that was cool. And then I like, all right, cool. Like, my I, problem was that just the storytelling and the pacing well, it was bad. way off. It was like, yeah. the first half of the movie was really, really fast, and the second half was really, really like, now we have time to talk about stuff, yeah. which is a huge problem in the movie. And I said that like in the review I made on my channel. I just, mm -hmm. I think they made a poor, if I had to be like super hypercritical, the biggest wrong decision they made was trying to set up three movies in one movie. Yeah. It's not even that, that. it doesn't even need to be a complicated story, but they tried to make it one of those like, well, we have to include Duratan and we have to you don't have yeah. to. Duratan wasn't a major player in Warcraft 1. It was about the Blackrock orcs and it was about uh, uh um oh what the hell is his name? Blackhand and Gul'dan. Let me just I'm I, let me google this so I can prove this. It's so simple. So here's here's the plot. All right. So going going back to what we were talking about earlier. They literally could have just left out several characters and uh focused on the main key points right because there's all you need to know is that there's orcs invade yeah the alliance is getting its ass kicked turns out the wizard who's on their side the the, the mage is evil and in the end the they they defeat the mage but they can't beat off the orcs for good but the orcs have their own inner turmoil and were introduced to um uh, the major character in that group, Ogrim Doomhammer, right? So that's literally mm -hmm. it. What they did is they added in Duratan and Thrall's family and all that stuff, which is an extra story to set up Warcraft 3, really, because it's not even in Warcraft 2. That plotline is nowhere to be seen in Warcraft 2. And that's one of those things that is just nonsense. Like, this is legit what the, the, the storyline is. All right, so um, the, the Horde invade Azeroth. They attack Stormwind Keep. They fail miserably. It's a long-ass fight, right? Yeah. 
King Lane is eventually assassinated by Garona. By the way, spoilers for a 20-year-old story. <laughs> King Lane yeah. is eventually assassinated by Garona, who's the personal assassin of Gul'dan, which was changed for the movie. But uh, Medivh is eventually killed by Lothar, and um, Gul'dan tries to steal the location of the Tomb of Sargeras from his mind, but uh, Gul'dan is like totally effed up because of uh, him being killed. And when he wakes up, he finds out that Blackhand, his number one guy, is killed by Ogrim Doomhammer, and Doomhammer now sees the throne, and uh, Doomhammer goes after er, uh, Gul'dan. So basically, the plot line of the two, for those who can't follow that, is if you play on the human side, it's, we have to stop these orcs, we have to stop these orcs, oh shit, the mage that was on our side was the bad guy the entire time. And if you play on the orc side, it's, we have to kill these humans, we have to kill these humans, by the way, it turns out our leaders are bad people, so I, Ogrim Doomhammer, are going to save the day. That's literally the plot of the first game. Oh. They could oh, have kept cool. that in this movie, but they included Duratan and all that stuff because they've made the retconned universe so big now that it's insane. And so they have to include all these other little things, and... You know, the story of Thrall and all that stuff didn't show up till much later, but they included it in this movie, and it's one of those things where it's like, alright, I mean, if you're gonna include Duratan, you should have just made Duratan into Ogrim Doomhammer, which they did, but then they kept Doomhammer's story. Yeah. They made him like, I'm a traitor, but now I'm not a traitor, literally <laughs> minutes later. And, well, like, what are they trying? Are they trying to do, like, Warcraft 1, 2, and 3, all of yes. the movies? I think that's what they're trying to do. The problem that I had with that is that, um, 2... Literally has nothing to do with Thrall. And so they mm -hmm. did all this setup to introduce Thrall, who's really important in 3 and beyond, but is not at all in 2. In fact, 2, the biggest characters are Alliance characters and the uh, and Ner'zhul, for example. Mm -hmm. So Ner'zhul and Gul'dan are the two biggest, and Gul'dan's been introduced already, but... Uh, Gul'dan, like, that's when Gul'dan creates Death Knights and stuff, and it's Gul'dan and Cho'Gall, and, and those are big characters, right? Like, mm -hmm. major important. But it's also when they introduce Ner'zhul in the expansion, and then Ner'zhul goes on to become the Lich King. So, all that stuff is relevant to three, and I guess can be continued from one, but the vast majority of it is about the Alliance heroes and their story. And those are characters who then don't show up in three. So the biggest issue I have with this whole franchise is... They have to change everything. In order yeah, to yeah. make three movies make sense, they literally have to change everything because <laughs> Warcraft 1 only has a few characters that make it into two. Warcraft 2 only has a few characters. They introduce a whole bunch of new ones, but only have a few ones that make it into three. And many of the characters from one are not in three. My God. So it's like, it's in, <laughs> I don't know how you make a trilogy like that, but it's not my job to do it. So <laughs> good luck, fellas. Sounds like one of the big things. As I was like, oh, I've never played Warcraft 1, so this will teach me all about it. And I was like, oh, I just left confused and like, wait, what? Yeah, the Warcraft 1 story is very simple. Remember, it's an old game, so they didn't like go too crazy with it. And it's mm -hmm. literally just orcs versus humans. And you play as either orcs or you play as humans. That's literally the, the like story. Yeah. And like then the canon ending was that the orcs won. And uh, you didn't see it in the movie, but you might see it if they make a second one. The orcs literally burn down Stormwind. Oh, whoa. Yeah, Doomhammer attacks Stormwind, kills off the humans. Uh, Lothar flees to Lordaeron asking for help. And that's when the, the like, alliance is formed in the second war. Oh, uh, I see. So Stormwind is destroyed. Like, the orcs win, and then the humans kick their ass in Warcraft 2. Like, that's the, the canon. And yeah, and so, they take it back. Yeah, That's this one's one of those, like, on. this one's one of those, like, 
not ending movies, right? There's mm-hmm. no ending in this movie. It's, hey, we'll see you in the sequel. It's like, how are you going to make that sequel? <laughs> <laughs> and here's my thing. I think they've made more than enough money to justify, especially in China, to justify yeah. a sequel. I don't know how they make that sequel. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, I just don't know. Which means they have to either focus on a few characters from the third movie and bring them into the fold in the second and make it about them. So instead of Sylvanas' sister being the main character, it's Sylvanas is a main character in the second one. Mm-hmm. And she is just an elf. And then in the third one, then she transforms. Yeah, or, that makes sense. Or, you know, or they, you know, Ogrim becomes a major character in the second one. And that, ex- you know, then he hands Doomhammer off to Thrall in the third, right? Or, uh... Like, like there's so many, like, you know, or they get rid of Nerzul entirely, and um, they get rid of that storyline with the with the Lich King, and instead do Gul'dan is the the conduit into the Burning Legion. So the third movie is like Gul'dan's dead, but the Burning Legion's here. So they fight, you know, the the Archimonde or whoever. Yeah. Like, like they have to literally just cut a million D characters from this. I don't know how they're gonna do it. Good luck. It uh, <laughs> I imagine will be the hardest thing in the world to do because you can see making this movie yeah it's just like confusing because they're like jamming so much stuff together and i'm like wait they're like he's the guardian and i'm like wait what's a guardian do i'm like oh they'll explain it and then it's like he's the guardian he's the guardian i'm like what's a guardian do but like like i knew what like i assumed what he did but they never explained what he fully did yeah the basic gist of medivh is his mom and him and i imagine his mother's whatever his Mm. whole family and all these different people have been guardians. They've been guardians of Azeroth, like the world's protector, for years and years and years and years and years and years, right? Yeah. And the whole gist of why he's a demon is a long, long time ago, his mom fought Sargeras, the you know the defiling leader of the Burning Crusade. Yeah. And his mom, uh, even though she beat him, Sargeras uh, found out that she was pregnant and like put himself in the baby. Oh. And so... He basically after she had this kid, at least that's what I remember. Either she was pregnant at the time, or he like got her pregnant. Don't <laughs> I don't know. It's one of the two. Yeah. But so she's she becomes pregnant and gives birth to Medivh, and Medivh has Sargeras in him. So as time goes on, Sargeras gets more and more powerful inside this uh, mage's body, and his plan is I'm going to use the orcs. To invade Azeroth since I can't do it on my own. And then when they're here, I'll unleash my powers and then just go nuts. And we'll take over this planet and then we'll burn it all down because that's kind of what I do. Yeah. And so that's sort of the setup of to why Medivh's bad. And then the third game, Medivh comes back like, I'm a good guy now and I want to make up for what I did. And I then he disappears again? Like, it's one of those <laughs> things that is never, ever explained. He He dies in the first game, comes back in the third game and is like... So I'm I'm here again. <laughs> yeah. And you play the third game, so you know yeah. he shows up and he's like, listen to me, King of Lordaeron. And everyone's like, what the hell? He's like, yeah. hey. But no one questions how this guy is still alive. <laughs> yeah. Or and if he's, he's still like, evil. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, sure. And he's like, I got to go around and find people. And no one believes him. So, of course, he finds Thrall. And that sets everything into motion. Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know how they'll do it. I don't have an effing clue how they'll like do it. I thought, like, it would have been helpful if they did a Lord of the Rings intro, or, like, this is what happened, and the blah, blah, blah. Well, they, five, they blah, definitely blah. tried to do that. And I, from what I hear is there's 40 extra minutes of footage, 
that yeah. was cut from the movie that was kind of like that, that was character dialogue and talking stuff. But from what I heard, everyone involved was like, it actually made the movie worse. Oh. So explaining things made the movie worse. That's what I heard, which is like, I'll, I'll wait till I see that later. Yeah, how's that make sense? Maybe your definition of worse is different from my definition <laughs> of worse. Like yeah. Maybe you wanted it to be like a crazy action movie. I just wanted everything to make sense. Yeah, because then there's parts where it's like, oh, he has a son. Oh, his son's dead. They want you to feel sad. I'm like, I don't even know this character. And he, like, I don't care he died. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those <laughs> movies that, that I walked out and was like, well, I had fun with that. But it's definitely not anything that I would go see multiple times. Like, it, it, it's yeah. a movie that I would say if you're a Warcraft fan, I'd be like, yeah, no, you definitely should go see it. And I, I liked it. But it's one of those things that, you know how TBS every once in a while will play a movie and somehow you just start watching it, and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm watching I feel like I would just not watch this one again. It <laughs> yeah. reminds me. You know what it reminded me of? Mm. This movie reminded me of the first X-Men movie. Whoa. And it that, is like the first X-Men yeah, movie. Yeah, and that it's okay, but there's so much going on, so much happening, and there's so many characters. You don't ever really get truly an introduction as to who's who. Yeah. It basically focuses on Wolverine and Professor X. And this movie was literally Duratan and I guess kind of Cadgar Medivh Lothar were like all Professor X. But like <laughs> it's one of those yeah. movies where they introduced so much and so much happened they wanted you to feel stuff. It even had scenes that reminded me of that one thing where it's like Storm's Storm meets a f- frog or toad, whatever the hell's name is. It's <laughs> like, you know what happens when a toad gets hit by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. And you're like, I guess that was supposed to be a cool line. <laughs> That's really stupid. There, there's a lot of that. But with that said, X-Men 2 came out. And because you kind of already knew the characters already, when X-Men 2 came out, that movie was dope. That's maybe my favorite X-Men movie ever. And it was, yeah. a, it was a ton of fun. Yeah, so I think hoping, the second Warcraft movie would be better because you already know the characters then. Right, and you have the setup of the world. So I'm hoping that's what's going to happen is we have this awesome second movie that we know characters now. And so we have Gul'dan, who's the villain, and we have Ogrim Doomhammer, who's like, I'm back, and I screwed up in that first movie, but I'm going to save the day now. You have Lothar, who's like, hey, I need help, Lordaeron, please, because I would imagine the beginning of the second movie, Stormwind Burns Down. And so he needs to go and get help and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And then you introduce Sylvanas instead of Illyria because Sylvanas would be the the elf that yeah. you, that would make sense going into the third movie. And mm-hmm. then, I don't know, like Magni or some dwarf to help. And um, then maybe, I don't know, like, I don't know. Uh, Kagar's in it. So, like, you just have to introduce characters that would fit into the storyline of the third movie to make yeah. it flow. Because otherwise, it'll be a giant mess. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't wait to see what they do. <laughs> <laughs> that is is quite true. Yeah. That's why, I don't know, I still would have rather seen like a trilogy of Warcraft 3 with Arthas. Yeah, but that that's one of those been... movies where you have to explain stuff like like a lot of the backstory. That if you exclude all of that, he's basically Darth Vader. Yeah, that's like if true. you exclude all the other stuff, he becomes Darth Vader. He's this nice guy who is warped by darkness and then becomes pure evil. Like, yeah. It's basically his story. Yeah. Like, there's just so much shit. Yeah. It's like, well. Also, uh, I forgot about the crazy art thing. What? How not oh, to be yeah! seen. Oh, did you not watch it? No, I did watch it. Oh, that's right. We did. We watched it together. Yeah, and then I watched it again. All right. All right. Your thoughts. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. 
So even yeah, the second time. The crazy art thing, I think the basic gist is as our cameras get by the way, if people don't know what we're talking about, go watch or listen to last episode. Yeah. Um the I think the premise is that in society, as there's more pixels per photograph, right? Or, or yeah. something like that, there are more ways not to be seen. And then it starts to twist into how not to be seen is like be a woman over 50 or be <laughs> an illegal combatant or be thrown in prison. Like it, it, it becomes sort of, email. Yeah, it becomes a spoof of itself, right? Where yeah. it's like you won't be seen because society ignores you. Yeah. And that's sort of the way it goes. And then it devolves into a woman singing, like a song being sung, and then green screen people dancing, and then the camera crew going missing. It's very weird. And it's, it's basically weird. art. It's basically art. And it yeah, reminded me of everything you love about movies. So I was like, this guy, <laughs> this is this is Crendor's jam right here. Oh, uh, yeah. Even though I didn't know like anything, it was still brilliant. I still loved it. Yeah, it's, it was great. Speaking of brilliant and loving it, while I was in England, I totally forgot to talk about this last week. My mom yeah. messaged me and was like, Jesse, <laughs> you need to discuss this. <laughs> I'm going to send you two pictures right now. Okay. And I want you to simply look them over. All right. And <laughs> just look them over. All right. Take a moment. Let's just see here. Huh. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> All right. So uh, there was a TV show. Actually, you know what? Why don't you describe what you see? All right. So first thing you open up is it looks like it's one of those daytime talk shows, right? It's like a bunch of people on a couch with a TV behind them, and they're about to be like, hey, everybody waking up in the morning, here's 10 tips of why drinking coffee leads to better health. And like they just do all that and have the morning show. But uh, they have guests on sometimes, and it looks like their guest is a human dog. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. uh, So... This guy was on a reality show, question mark, that was on in England while we were there, and it is a man in a full-body latex suit dressed as a Dalmatian. Mm-hmm. And from what we could gather, here's, here's what's, what this was. This is All a right. guy who role plays as a puppy dog, and he used to, he used to have a fiancé, yeah. currently has a boyfriend, but his fiancé stores all of his stuff and take or ex fiance stores all his stuff and takes care of him. Right. And the basic gist of this uh uh documentary was that this guy loves being a puppy. It's not weird what he's doing. He loves being a puppy and he wants to go to like a world man dog show. And it's in <laughs> Germany and he's been training his whole life and he's like a cute little dog and he just So anyway, he goes to this German dog show for men. And he is, his routine is like he rolls around to the ground and he picks stuff up with his mouth and he has like a fully functioning mouth on his dog mask and his boyfriend slash trainer is like throwing him a ball. It's a, he, you know, he acts like a dog, right? right. He acts like a dog. Yeah. And admittedly, it's a little weird, but you're like, it's, you know, if this is what this guy loves, whatever. Yeah, like whatever. Yeah. At the dog show, turns out everyone there is in bondage gear and like fake dog outfits and all their routines are like dudes humping each other and like it's it's like sex play. He gets up there and it's him chasing a ball and it pans to the crowd and the crowd's like, what? And it, you feel so bad for him because that's when you realize this guy 
There's nothing sexual about what this guy wants to do. He just wants to be a dog. <laughs> Everyone else there is just grinding on each other. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this poor guy, he thought it was something completely different. <laughs> and so every, even the judges are like, yeah, there, there, all right, there he goes. He's getting a ball, giving it to his master. And everyone's disinterested. You feel so bad for him. In the end, he still manages to get third place. But when you look at everyone up on stage, he's this bright, white, like, black-spotted Dalmatian. Everyone else is just like a hairy dude in bondage gear. <laughs> You're just like, I could not feel worse for you, sir. <laughs> that's that's quite a story. That's it, like... was, it was entertaining as hell. I'll give it that. I can't believe I forgot about it. That's hashtag human puppy. The hashtag secret world human of human puppies. I, I've learned something today about the secret world of human puppies. I mean, yeah. is he the only one? I, I don't think so. I imagine he didn't, like, think this up by himself. I imagine he's seen other people do it, but this, you like... You think he'd know where to go, then, for the, the dog show? Well, he said it was the most prestigious in the world or something like that, so he goes to it, and it's just guys in bondage gear. <laughs> it was so sad. It was so sad, Crendor. It was so sad. That's pretty sad. He just wants to be a dog. He did, man just wants to be a dog. Yeah. He's not, it's not his fetish or anything. He's just, he's a dog. <laughs> I mean, it's true. There's nothing sexual about it. He just wanted to be a dog. Well, oh, that reminds me. Uh-huh. I had a dream. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you were in the dream. Oh, God. And... Wait, what's the transition between this and the dog? Because I'm worried for both of us. Uh, I was just thinking of weird stuff. Oh, so, okay. Uh, all I wrote down in this dream thing was intern intern what an intern for an intern like two interns it says yeah. jesse then and i entered and then intern intern and that's it what, what Which, does that mean though what is so the in the dream you had a, a tv show called intern intern <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i like it like... i like that show that's a great name for a show <laughs> and i remember all I remember is it was kind of like Friends, and I was stuck in the bathroom, and I was trying to, like, kick the door open, and I'm like, I gotta get to the intern intern show, but I couldn't break the door down, and then I woke up. Wait, so you don't even know anything about my show? No. No one cares about the fact that you were stuck in a bathroom. Yeah, I didn't want to be there. Yeah, no one cares about that. What about intern intern? Ah, uh, Crendor, what's that show about? All I know is it was a 90s sitcom. All right, That's I can it. imagine that. In <laughs> yeah. All right, we need to come up with what Intern Intern's about. Intern Intern is about a guy who goes in, it's a college kid, mm -hmm. right? And he goes for an internship. Yeah. And the guy he meets, he meets this guy in an office, and he's like a wacky, crazy boss, right? And mm -hmm. the kid's like, oh, man, this is going to be wild. This guy's almost my age, and he's wacky and crazy. And he's like, come out with a drink. Come out and get a drink with me. And they go out and get a drink. He's like, you're, you're fun. You're hired. And he's like, awesome, my first internship. And when he shows up the next day, or the next Monday, he finds out that the guy who hired him wasn't the boss, but the intern to the boss. <laughs> and the kid who was hired is the intern to the intern to the boss. Oh, shit. Intern, intern. I like it. I'd watch that show. I, I, I wouldn't. That sounds like an awful show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd watch it once. We give it a try. It is our show. We, yeah. We'd watch it once. It is our show. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was uh, that was my dream I had. I I have another dream, and it turns out to be real. Right. <laughs> so 
It turns out that this has since been declared a fake story. Mm-hmm. But I don't care what anyone says. It's real to me. Yeah. This is a story I'm sending to you right now. All right. It's just like Tito Watts. I'm all in on this guy selling energy drinks filled with crystal meth and gasoline out of his tree fort. (laughs) (laughs) 72-year-old Jasper June of Boone County, West Virginia was arrested on charges of making and selling his homemade energy drinks containing meth out of his tree fort. (laughs) Now, you might say, why is Crendor laughing? Because Jasper June looks amazing. He looks like Popeye at 90. (laughs) His energy drink basically looks like uh, dishwashing liquid, I guess. Yeah, like... It's kind of like in a Mountain Dew, like, one liter bottle, but filled with dishwashing liquid. When police and showed up, they found Jasper June wearing an adult diaper and browsing through Arabic <laughs> porno magazines. <laughs> police tested 25 bottles of his energy drink, which contained meth. Police discovered June's practice several... Uh, 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 sorry. Police discovered June's practice after several high school girls had to be hospitalized for internal bleeding after consuming the drinks. <laughs> this is what June had to say about these drinks. <laughs> They're just energy drinks like Rockstar Monster. It's not meth in there. It's just lemonade, caffeine, sugar, and a couple drops of gasoline. <laughs> I swear to God I didn't put meth in there. <laughs> he then backtracked and went with this version. Okay, I just put a little meth in there to get them addicted and keep the customers coming back. I know they all testify against me, so let me make something else clear. I pissed in every bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jasper, like, if this was any other state, even Florida, I'd be suspicious. But West Virginia, I can see this happening in West Virginia. I don't care that they say this is fake story. It's real to me. <laughs> yeah, to me, this is real. This is very real. As real as it's going to get. Those look like... Uh, he looks like a 72-year-old that would make these. Probably done with life. Uh, and Jasper. Perfect name. Jasper June. Jasper June. Jasper June. And uh, the fact... I think what gives it away, possibly, is the adult diaper and Arabic porno magazines. I don't know yeah. where he'd get those and how why he'd use those, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's true. Who are we to judge? Although, although, here's a story out of England. Man dies after accidentally drinking 34,000 pounds of crystal meth thinking it was health drink. <laughs> 34,000 pounds is in like the money, not the actual yeah. weight. <laughs> Romano Diaz, 55, was given a bottle what appeared to be a fruit-based drink by his daughter. It had been delivered to her home in a package showing the correct address but the wrong name. After drinking half a glass of the drug, Mr. Diaz began to feel ill and died shortly afterwards. Yeah. See? And that's real. And that's real. Yeah. Come on. So why couldn't this be kind of (laughs) real? See, here's the thing. If you dream hard enough, one day (laughs) it'll come true. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a quote I just came up with. And apparently, it's actually a real problem. Combining any stimulant with an energy drink is already uh, a horrible thing. But now people are doing it with meth. So apparently, it's a real thing. Shit, dude. It's a real thing. So if that's a real thing, why couldn't Jasper June be real? <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there a little Jasper June in all of us? Yeah, and not, not the creepy kind. 
All right, well, let's go then to chapter covers of the sky with Krendor. Krendor, how's that traffic out there? Uh, here I am. Uh, I'm up here in the sky right now. It's a pretty nice uh, summer night. Uh, I can't see a lot because it is nighttime. We haven't added on any flashlights or anything. Uh, however, I do have two people that are uh, sitting off the edge of the helicopter uh, shining flashlights. And that's uh, Tinja Anderson and Sheena45. I don't know why you'd name yourself 45, but I guess that's what their name is. Is she a rapper, Crendor? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't really see anything. The flashlights are useless. So, uh, back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Now let's go over to the weather desk. Crendor, how's the weather? Uh, weather. Here we go. Weather. Seven. Four. Nine. Two. One. Four. Wait. Four. Uh huh. Uh huh. We're going to Epfenbach, Germany. Perfect. Perfect. I guess the, the technical name here is Epfenbach, Baden-Württemberg. Germany. Yes, of course. Yeah, Germany. Uh, fifty-four degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly cloudy. Uh, feels like fifty-three. Uh, we got a high of 65, a low of 48. The rain is going to start at 11.30 a.m. Be wary. <laughs> uh, that's going to stop You at know when it PM. begins. <laughs> yeah, so just throw that one out there. Also, UV index is 5 out of 10. Do not stand out there for too long or the other 5 out of 10 is going to get you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, I think, uh, let's see, let's check the radar here. Whoa. It's so weird, because when you look at Europe, it's like states, but they're countries. Yeah, no, that's, that's right. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love know. how you're just having this epiphany now. Yeah. Like, going from, <laughs> no wonder they fought all the time. Wow, you're getting it. It's like you're finally <laughs> learning. <laughs> it's like if we had a war with Indiana. You know what? Sometimes I want to. <laughs> Sometimes I want to. Uh, and uh, we got Whoppy here, but he's he's in the last of his repairs, so he'll be bra- he'll be back next time. All right, and then let's go to sports. Sports. Uh, so today in sports, uh, we actually have quite a bit of news. The Penguins, the Penguins won the Stanley won. Cup. I yeah. know. And I was shit-talking them a few podcasts. I was like, they're crap. <laughs> you were. They aren't even going to win, and they totally won. Was your dad excited? He was thrilled. He, he emailed me immediately to tell me, to let me know. In case I was, in case I was too busy to notice. <laughs> Gotta tell you something important right now. Emergency. It's like, all of them. It's like, the Penguins won. Penguins won, dummy. <laughs> uh, okay, dad. Just want to let you know, stupid. All right. Thanks. <laughs> So, that was cool. And the uh, NBA Finals are in Game 7. Yeah! The Cavs versus the Warriors. Yes, that's going to be a good Game 7. I might actually watch a basketball. Uh, I won't, but I will read up on it the next day, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah! Uh, and then baseball's just being baseball still. Yeah, baseball's still dragging along. It's a 12-month <laughs> season that yep. never ends. Uh, and that's sports. Alrighty. Oh, you didn't want to talk about football? Football in Europe is a big thing right now. Uh, yeah, that's right. They're having all the, the football. Uh, mm. Let's see. Ronaldo falls short. 
Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, Chile's beating Mexico. Argentina, Argentina <laughs> beat Venezuela. Uh, let's see what else. European Championship. Wait, it's like happening all over the country. Yeah, man. Or the world. I mean, it's a big thing. What? It, like, is it a like I, event? I, I, here's here. I'll give you the example of why soccer doesn't matter in the states. At yeah. E3, when they had a new FIFA game. EA had all these lines. No one was in line to play FIFA. <laughs> no one. And that's that's how you know. In the rest of the world, that is EA's number one selling game. Yeah. In the States, no one could, no one could care. Yeah, I mean, that game is a big teraflop. <laughs> 58 teraflops. <laughs> I was ra- that was my entire rating scale for E3 was teraflops. <laughs> I was like, that, that, that conference is a solid 4 out of 8 teraflops. That was a, that was a lot of teraflops. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Vargas completes hat trick. Yeah, I don't know. This is it's, I don't understand. It's funny speak. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, I don't. I don't get like I get the World Cup right. Like I get that, but like this is kind of like a World Cup, but it's not the World Cup. I'm confused. Right, and you should be. Yeah. So I'll just wait until it's the Olympics. Maybe which, it's for which the Olympics. Which may never happen. Which may never happen. The Olympics in oh, yeah, the freaking Brazil is like. We are in a state of emergency. <laughs> yeah. The water mm. may, might poison people. People who travel here might get Zika and have, like, babies with cone heads. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, that's weird. Meanwhile, uh, China's like, we'll do it. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Just go to China. Let's just take it there. They got enough room. Although China, in order to make theirs happen, had to build a wall around the poor sections of the city. China's great at building walls. Yeah, Beijing was... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's true. You know what? You're absolutely right. I bet that's where Trump got inspired. <laughs> he did. <laughs> like, I love the Chinese. They have a great wall. We'll have a greater wall. <laughs> they have a great wall. We'll have the best wall. <laughs> uh, Trump. Uh, All right, po- I guess that's sports. it. Yeah. Okay, what's our big yeah. news story of the day? Biggest story of the... All right, uh, let's see. We got some great ones here. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these are just the worst. You'll flip over this gymnast trampoline skills. No, I won't. I won't. No. Uh, let's see. Psh, psh, psh. Somehow this guy gets to tickle a grizzly bear. Nope, don't care. Um, let's see. Foul odor uncovers 11-foot gator rotting in neighborhood storm drain. No, don't care. Naked man exposes his sausage at Waffle House. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there there we go. That's the story. <laughs> it's very easy once you find it. Uh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, there's a lot of people that expose themselves at Waffle House. I've learned that over the years. <laughs> wait, wait. Is this, is this you talking or is this the article? <laughs> no, this is just me. <laughs> Remember that one story that lady like threw a plate or something when she's naked at Waffle House? I guess that's true. I guess the Waffle House is known for its naked people. <laughs> and not having waffles. Like that the, time Waffle I House, there. the Waffle House attracts a very specific clientele. <laughs> it does. Uh, naked man exposes his sausage at Waffle House. A witness said, I wouldn't know how to tell my kid what was going on at that time. He was built like a potato. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? What I'm is, <laughs> not sure. Is she sure. talking about his wiener or his body? I think his 
body. Is she saying body type was potato shaped? Because if you have a potato shaped dong, that is a a problem. Uh, that is a weirdly shaped penis. That is an unfortunate <laughs> penis. <laughs> he is showing a waffle lot of skin. A Georgia man <laughs> is facing public indecency, indecency charges after allegedly trying to force his way into Waffle House while stark naked. Bashir Rashid, 36, was arrested after he drove his BMW to a Waffle House, got out of the car, and tried to enter the restaurant without clothes on. Witnesses told police that Rashid began stroking his penis after exiting the car. Walked up to the entrance where he allegedly pressed his sex organ against the glass entry door. Of course, door. yeah. Uh, restaurant employee immediately called 911. And according to the Atlanta Journal, this is the Waffle House. A gentleman just got out of his car and is naked standing in front of my door. He just peed on my door and now he's walking inside. <laughs> Sir, you cannot come in here. <laughs> I, I just want to point out, I thought the beginning of that was going to start with this is the Waffle House. We will not have someone be naked here, sir. If anything, that is what the Waffle House is known for. Yeah. Come on. He knows that. Yeah, that's why he came there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Derwin Rogers said he was attempting to eat when he saw the brazen display of flesh outside his window. Instead of eating his vittles, Rogers decided to go viral by live streaming the incident. It kind of shocked me as a customer. Ruined my meal, Rogers told WSV-TV. I immediately That's went why to I was video. Live <laughs> I didn't know what he was going to do. Rogers told the, sa- the station that something was obviously wrong with the naked man. He was saying a lot of different things. He's not. He's burning up. Or wait, he's hot. He's burning up. Apparently, he was. It must Math. have been Death Valley out there. He but he's, on, he's on drugs. Yeah, he's definitely on drugs. Uh, still, the incident presented a challenging parenting moment for Rogers. I wouldn't know how to tell my kid what was going on at that time to see a grown man. He told the station he was built like a potato. Uh, here's <laughs> I don't a know cl- what that means! <laughs> here's a clip of what Rogers live-streamed. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Let me just link that. <laughs> I am about to watch this. <laughs> what the sh... <laughs> Oh my god. I have to go to CBS 46 to watch this. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. It's just not working. What? Oh. I think it's just all his right, live stream. All right. I just got a commercial for Jimmy Dean sausages before this video. <laughs> I literally, yeah. I, I, I'm watching a video about Jimmy Dean sausages. I'm not even watching a thing about a man saw. So- this is the most ironic ad I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> That's a very ironic ad. Meanwhile, oh, I'm watching this video. All right, there we go. <laughs> All right. I'll restart The man pulls here. up. Oh, yep. no, there he is. There he is. There he is. But it's like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. And, but he's filming all of it. He's like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> Can't even eat my meal. <laughs> Come on, man! Come on, this man is just messing with clothes. Like, I guess he's doing laundry outside the window. Yeah, he's not even showing off. Like, ah, here's my wiener. He's not yeah, even he's doing just- anything. He's just hanging out by the window. He's just chilling there. I think he's 
looking at his sock. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> he's very interested in it. Yeah, and now he's walking away. His butt is, is hanging out. And he's doing like a little jaunt, like a little <laughs> jaunty jog. <laughs> and he's going out to his car, I guess. Yeah. And this guy's still filming him for a man who is very angry about his dinner <laughs> being ruined or <laughs> breakfast or whatever. Yeah. What's <laughs> wrong with this dude, man? <laughs> the best part is he got his food to go. His yeah, he got his food to go. He got his food to go. What the hell does he care? <laughs> not gonna lie, the commentary made that video. <laughs> it definitely. It's <did. laughs> gotta eat my meal. Did. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, yeah. So I mean, eventually, uh, Rashid retreated to his car and was arrested a short time later. <laughs> well, wait. He's unable to explain why he was naked. Drugs. Explain that. Yeah, that's true. Drugs that's do easy. explain that. Drug explain drugs. Drugs explain all that. That's not even a, that's not even an issue. <laughs> what I want is I like how this the article started with the fact that he drove up in his BMW. Yeah. I want to see an Audi commercial where it's a guy <laughs> driving by a dude naked in his BMW, smacking his wiener against the Waffle House, and the and the Audi Audi guy's like, <sighs> and then the voiceover's like. Some cars are filled with assholes. You ever see an Audi commercial? They always make it like the BMW guy is a dick. <laughs> yeah. The, the Audi guy is always the nice dude. I yeah. want this one to be the BMW guy is naked, flashing his wiener. And the Audi guy's like, ugh, BMW drivers. I want that commercial. I want the commercial so badly. Oh my God, I'd love that. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Hollywood, call us. We'll start making you magic. Dude. And selling you energy drinks with meth in it. And then all we need is uh, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Some people love Audis. I do. I drive <laughs> one. Mm. And he's like, I don't pull my dick out in front of strangers at the Waffle House. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. And then he drives off. 270 pounds of naked man outside a Waffle House. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> they say, I don't know where I'm going, but have you ever seen a naked man jerk it outside a Waffle House? Think I'll now go he... anywhere but there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it for the show. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time with another episode. And as always, to be continued. Uh-huh.